Are you struggling to hire diverse tech talent? After all, every organization in the world is now a tech company. And the ability to attract, hire, and retain tech talent from all backgrounds is critical to their success. Enter Hackajob, a reverse marketplace that actively vets engineers. We flip the traditional model on its head, meaning companies apply to engineers versus candidates applying to jobs, with companies getting an 85% response rate to candidates they reach out to, as well as exposure to tech talent that directly meets their organization's diversity objectives. Companies such as S&P Global, CarMax, and Sensor Tower are all using Hackajob. Why not join them? Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, rash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah, an outbreak of monkeypox is ravaging Europe the week after Chad became a Portuguese homeowner. Coincidence? I think not. (laughs) Hey, boys and girls, you're listening to the Chad and Cheese podcast. This is your co-host, Joel Baby Formula Shortage Cheeseman. This is Chad Blame Mercury Sowash. And on this week's show, Does Amazon Hate Pregnant Women?, is the best or worst of times ahead of us, and what Gen X sex pot just joined OnlyFans? <laughs> you got questions, we got answers. Let's do this. Okay, listener, how can you help your employees become more productive? I have answers. How about automating? manual and repetitive tasks, giving meaning to data, then allowing that data to actually drive decisions. And how about matching people to your jobs quicker? Well, wait, the Chad and Cheese has a new LLM? No, Cheeseman, I'm talking about text kernel. Ah, okay, that makes more sense. What I'm hearing is the groundbreaking concept of, wait for it, Yeah. simplicity. <laughs> Seriously, though, seriously, text kernel cuts through the complexities like a tortilla chip through some hot nacho cheese. Oh, my God. Really? Nacho references already. Anyways, text kernel brings efficiency and productivity to your operations. Text kernel seamlessly unifies your tools and data to drive efficiencies and success. Text kernel is creating new opportunities for your recruitment journey. Kind of like adding guac to my barbacoa burrito. Oh, my God. How about extracting meaningful insights from data? I mean, that's something. Swiftly matching people with jobs. Automating repetitive tasks. Who knew such advanced concepts were even possible in the land of human resources? Uh, We did, Chad. We did. Dude, wrap it up. I'm a little hungry. Imagine that. Uh, Okay, listener. Get ready to use today's tech to drive efficiencies and productivity. Visit textkernel.com. That's T-E-X-T-K-E-R-N-E-L.com. Mmm, nachos. (laughs) Chad, my five-year-old graduated from uh, preschool yesterday. (laughs) Uh, Apparently, 
everybody gets trophies and everybody graduates from everything that they do. It's uh, uh-huh. it was very it was very cute but very uh, troubling at the same time. <laughs> he he won the he won the math whiz award. I mean, like oh, he's okay. five years old. What <laughs> what is what is I ten plus two? He gets right. He's a math whiz. I just it's I don't know. I love it. Decline of Western Civ. So this is something that we're also seeing in our industry, correct? Oh yes, and which could lead me to my first shout out if you'd okay. if you'd like to start yeah. that. All right, let's get let's to uh, Lighthouse Research and Advisory. <laughs> Okay. Chad, we love a good list, but this is ridiculous. Uh, this week, a slew of press releases started coming out from vendors about winning an award from Lighthouse. So mm-hmm. I had to investigate. Holy cow, Chad, the list of non winners may be shorter than the list of actual <laughs> winners. You get an award, you get an award, you get an award. Here's a taste of the winners in just the talent acquisition category. Seek out, Talru, Lever, Hire Easy, Eightfold, Bright Hire. There were 27 winners in all just from the talent acquisition category. Wow. And there were about eight or 10 different categories. Sounds like a participation trophy there. Okay. We did not win an award. But next year when they, they throw <laughs> blogs and uh, podcasts in, we're, we're definitely going to win an award. Yeah, blogs. They still exist. Uh, my my first shout out goes to women's soccer kids. After years of litigation and horrible PR for the U.S. soccer team, pretty much the, the U.S. Federation of Soccer, the women's U.S. national team are now finally finding pay equity with the men's team. Uh, as a dad to a couple of young ladies, I see this as a great victory in fairness and equity, doing the same job should garner the same money and the U.S. ladies have fought for years to see this through. But we have to remember, this is not the finish line. They could fight for equity because the money in professional sports is transparent, which is something that corporate landscapes and corporate leaders are fighting against on a daily basis. Transparency and perseverance made this happen. So we have to understand that this isn't the the, the finish line. Rather, it's a recipe for equal pay. Taking the momentum from this victory into the corporate sector is a must. Pay transparency is a must. So congratulations to the the women's team for setting the example and creating a recipe for equal pay. Now we just got to follow it. Hell yeah! And from one A-team, Chad, to another A-team, and I'm not talking about B.A. Baracus. There's a New York-based members-only network for creating workplace teams called, you guessed it, A-Team, A.Team. I don't know. You check. You, you figure that one out. They raised $55 million in Series A funding this week. Tiger Global and Jay-Z's Rock Nation were Hello. investors. And an interesting side note, CEO and founder Rafael Ozan is married to hired scores Athena Karp. Does the couple that HR texts together stay together? I guess we're going to find out. Shout out to A-Team. No B.A. Brock is Hannibal or face man required. Damn. Well, I'm going to give a shout out to another A-Team, and that's our listeners, because we have the best listeners ever. First one, Scott Nelson. Right out there in front for for everybody on social media, he says he's pretty picky and doesn't endorse many podcasts, but the Chad and Cheese gets his endorsement. Thanks, Scott. Then... That's a full Nelson right there, baby. (laughs) Then Nick Bradford posts a picture 
in uh, his Chad and Cheese t-shirt holding a bottle of Maker's 46 and Peerless Bourbon. Great pick, Nick. And yes. I got to say that Maker's 46 is the standard, but more than likely you've never had Pearson before or Peerless before. Uh, man, that's a treat. Enjoy that. Uh, and then last but not least, and not to be outdone, a big shout out to Sapita Nayiri, who made the best whiskey video ever. The video starts <laughs> The video starts with a beautiful spread of pistachios and cheese in the center. And then she pans to the right and pours a glass of bib and Tucker bourbon on a big fat rock and then pans left and pours a glass of bullet rye on another big fat rock, all while careless whisper is playing in the background. Big applause to Sapita. You win the internet. You win the internet with that one. And, and additionally, she chose my whiskey over yours, which you failed to mention. But I will. I will go ahead and uh, amend hey, your. Some your people like sweet over spicy, and that's okay. Rye has the spice to it. I'm. I'm spicier. She likes You're a, a good sweet. bib and tucker, Chad. She likes a good <laughs> a good bib and tucker. Shout out for me to uh, our friend Anoop Gupta of Seek Out and uh, uh-huh. Prem Kumar of Hum- Human Humanly. Both friends of the show, uh, both were winners at the GeekWire Awards Pacific Northwest. Unlike the uh, Lighthouse Research and Advisory, these look like <laughs> real awards. Uh, both were winners at the uh, the award ceremony. Anoop was CEO of the year. Holy shit. Wow. That sounds impressive. Damn. Hell yeah. And humanly won for best UX design of the year. Crelate was also a nominee for that category. Shout out to Anoop and Prem. And just so listeners remember that Anoop won Deathmatch and uh, Prem uh, got double applause mm-hmm. on Firing Squad. Again, good things happen to Once those again, who love everything that touches us turns to gold. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. A uh, big shout out to Mercury Retrograde. Have you heard of this? No, but uh, it okay, sounds okay, okay. sounds really stupid. <laughs> yes. Sounds really stupid. So I was on Twitter and it was trending on Twitter this week. I saw people mentioning it in tweets, mainly around blaming their moods, bad days, and anything bad happening on Mercury being in retrograde. So I was like, what the actual fuck does Mercury retrograde have to do with anything? So I, I Googled it like in, like, like any Gen Xer, uh, and Mercury retrograde it's it's a simple it's a simple phenomenon. Quote: Since Mercury does a, a lap around the sun faster than the Earth, it can appear in retrograde, which means moving backwards. Uh, about four times this year, we're going to see that, and and we're in one of those windows right now. Well, right below the explanation on on Google was an article, a link to an article entitled "Quote." how to survive mercury retrograde keyword survive so i dug in a, l- a little for an answer it's it's astrology baby i keep forgetting that that some people treat astrology like a religion checking their horoscopes on a daily basis and that kind of shit to blame the moon stars and apparently mercury for their lives being shit humans are a weird like fucking species pills. Oh, well, let's get to something that makes sense. Free shit from Chad and Cheese. Yes. Guys, if you you haven't signed up yet, and there are a lot of you out there that haven't, I know it. I I feel it out there. You got to go to chadcheese.com. 
click the free link, put in your information. We're talking about free teas and not some crappy Hanes beefy tea. We're talking about no. tri-blend teas from Emissary. We're talking beer from our friends at Pillar and outstanding whiskey. Uh, you get a Chad, Chad pick and you get a cheese pick. You get two bottles, kids. So if you like whiskey, yeah, you got to sign up. Chadcheese.com. What, do you, what the hell are you waiting for? It's all good. And we have some birthdays it. that we want to celebrate. Uh, Bill Kudik is still alive Ooh. as far as I know, and he celebrates a birthday. Yeah, Jeanette Leeds, friend of the show. Tom Becker from the Judge Group. Matthew, Matthew Brigham. And Jacqueline Adair all celebrate birthdays. Awesome. Happy birthday. And I know two podcasters that are going to be celebrating a birthday soon, but we'll get to that next week. We'll get to that. Thank next you. Week. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, events. So let's let's talk about Unleash next week. Now, here's here's something that's funny, dude. I got to say that everyone, seriously, everyone that I've spoken with this week about Unleash, because I'm asking everybody, you're going to Unleash next week. Mm -hmm. They're either incredibly excited because, yes, we're going or they have a serious, I mean, serious case of FOMO because they are hearing at least, you know, like like what we did uh, a couple of weeks ago in Belgium, that people are actually showing up. They're having a good time. It's great content. They're, we're getting back together and people are having FOMO like a motherfucker. So I got to say, don't allow the FOMO to get the best of you. It might be a, a little late for you to get to Unleash. Maybe not. Check it out. But don't miss the next one. We have Wreckfest coming up. We have Unleash. We have a bunch of other shit coming up. Yes. Go to chadcheese.com. Click on events in the upper right corner. Grab some tickets and meet us for a beer. Don't let the FOMO get you. See you in Vegas, baby. Yeah. Topics. Let's talk economy, Chad. We'll put the Ooh, listeners right it. to sleep with our first topic. <laughs> All right. Uh, the economy is in a good news, bad news situation at the moment. First to the good news, ZipRecruiter's Q1 revenues increased 81% as the job mm -hmm. board raised financial projections for the year, citing a strong hiring environment despite some macroeconomic choppiness. Once some more, Indeed and Glassdoor on a triple-figure growth path with quarterly revenue increasing 103%. Adjusted EBITDA also soared 339%. I just said 339% <laughs> growth, people. Even Dice shares continue to outperform <laughs> in light of crummy stock market earnings. That's yes. the good news. Here's the bad. Workday stock declined after BMO Capital Markets downgraded the company and lowered their price target on the stock from $295 a share to $249. Two other analysts downgraded the stock as well. The conference board measure of CEO confidence declined for the fourth consecutive quarter in Q2. The measure now stands at 42, down from 57 in Q1. 60% of executives anticipate the economy will worsen over the next six months, Lloyd Blankfein, former CEO of Goldman Sachs, warned of a, quote, very, very high risk of recession. And TechCrunch is now tracking layoffs because, well, there are a lot of layoffs. OK, Chad, is the party over or is it still going strong? I think it tells you something. If Monster and Dice can actually do well, give me a fucking break, people. I mean, Jesus, we, th this is something that should be expected right now. Now, the back office side of the house with Workday, that's entirely different. 
But in, in this market, you can't be surprised that big brands like ZipRecruiter are doing well. I mean, we've reported on, like I said, dinosaurs like Monster actually beating expectations. So I, I understand, you know, why we're reporting this, but it's not really a cause for big applause. The question is that will these companies have enough in the war chest if the market declines as expected and as, you, as you've, you've outlined? I believe a company with a solid foundation like Zip will be fine. Although I do not believe that many of the unicorns that have extraordinary burn rates will make it. I believe we're seeing the first indicators with tech layoffs that are happening over the past few weeks from notable unicorns like Cameo, Robinhood, and On Deck. And oh, don't worry about those companies like Netflix and Carvana, for God's sakes, who have also experienced layoffs. I would also like to say that startups who have taken a shit ton of cash, unicorns and decacorns, might be in a good position if they are prepping a war chest and they're cur curbing burn rate. The, the, big, the big key here, kids, is winter is coming. Chad, there are no unicorns on this week's show, but fuck hey, it, I'm playing the soundbite anyway. <laughs> I am solidly on team bad news. Uh, enjoy the profits and the investment dollars while you can, kids, because it's getting cloudy outside. Indeed is chalking up record numbers, but life in our industry is not fun when recessions hit, and that's coming from someone who's lived through the dot-com crash and the mortgage meltdown. However, when this happens, certain segments are strong, no matter what happens. Think healthcare, think trucking, think cybersecurity. I want to bring a quick soundbite from our friend, uh, Professor Scott Galloway. I say friend as if he's our friend. He doesn't know it yet, <laughs> but we're, we're really tight. Uh, if you haven't checked out Pivot, uh, his uh, his podcast with Kara Swisher, you might want to check that out. Anyway, he had something to say about the current state of the economy and what was going to happen with employment. Check it out. Recessions have different impacts. Some recessions are bad for blue collar workers. Some recessions are bad for white collar workers. This recession is going to be really bad, not only for white collar workers, but white white. Patagonia vested workers, and that is information right. age workers. All of the people who are used to bringing their dog to their living room to work, all the mm -hmm. information age guys, all of the techie unit, the unicorn, the unicorn stable is about yeah. to get so ugly and foul. And this generation has never seen it. Ugly unicorn stables, Chad, you called it. Uh, foul. My, my, my big question, I guess, is I've talked a lot about RAD over the past couple of years, that being remote automation and diversity being, mm. I guess, the uh, the golden goose of, of our industry. Which ones of those, if any, get taken to the woodshed? Um, it'll be really interesting to find out. My money is on automation winning big if we do go into recession and come out of it on the other side, I think diversity will probably take the biggest hit. And I think we'll talk about that yeah, as we go into the show. Remote mm -hmm. will continue to stay pretty stable. So if I had a winner, a, a buy, a hold, and a sell, it'd be buy automation, hold remote, and sell diversity. Ouch. Ouch. Oh, Things are so fun we go, when we go into recession in our industry. All right, let's go <laughs> we're to- We're not there yet. Come yeah, on. we're not there yet. <laughs> Let's go to uh, some fundraising news. Aliro, uh, the company announced a Series A round, uh, but did not disclose the amount. Well, that's weird. But Crunchbase has the company at $4.1 raised in a previous venture round back in February. 
the Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania-based company that was founded in 2015, says it's, says it's on a mission to help talent acquisition and sourcing teams tap into hidden networks and cultivate robust talent communities via referral networks and internal mobility. Chad, you say there are some angles on this one. What you got? This organization has evolved dramatically from its start in 2015. So this is not a young organization uh, where it was a platform specifically for military veterans. I remember having a discussion well before COVID with founder and CEO Robert Archibald about how Alero's focus on vets would win the hearts, but not wallet share, right? It's unfortunate, but it's true. Companies pander to veterans, but they aren't spending money to build real sustainable systems. Uh, Robert made the change. They have uh, Alero Vets to continue that focus, but uh, they've broadened up for a much better total addressable market. That's number one. Recently, they've hired friend of the show, Tina Lyons, as their CMO. You'll remember her. She was over at uh, Alexander Mann Solutions. They are also announcing a new CRO and new CTO. I'm not privy to, to actually tell you who that is yet, but I know who they are and they're pretty <laughs> damn impressive. One thing I can tell you, uh, and I think this one's going to blow your socks off. You know a guy by the name of Tom Kenny, right? I do. He is board chair and investor. What? And, <laughs> and that's not on the news. That's just that Tom's a sexy man. I had to throw well, that Yeah, out. yeah, exactly. <laughs> he is very sexy. If, if you're not familiar with Tom, he was the guy who took over as the CEO of Smashfly and got them acquired by Symphony Talent. If you check out his LinkedIn profile, I'm almost certain you won't find a guy in the industry with his chops. Now, I'm friends with Tom and I'm biased, but again, the firepower that they are adding to leadership is damned impressive. Plus, Tom, I believe, has four or five successful exits. This, to me, is a startup to watch. Wow, you do have angles on this story. That's insider <laughs> scoop, people. You only get that shit on Chad and Cheese. Yeah, my, my comments that I, I jotted down uh, don't have a lot of relevance based on the, uh, the the great insight that you have there. My only question is, why wouldn't they reveal the amount that they raised? Uh, and do you have the inside knowledge of what they raised? Or why wouldn't they mention that? Yeah, they've been in, in ultra stealth mode, really, since Tom came aboard, because they really wanted to get everything tightened up. As a matter of fact, they just launched a new brand. Mm -hmm. They've got uh, a new website that's out that is like in ultra light mode. I and mean, they have a lot, a lot of things that are happening behind the scenes. Okay. So it gives you kind of like an, an idea of where the organization is going. So there's going to be a lot more robust content, tech, all that, all that other fun stuff. But again, I really think this is, this is a startup to watch. Interesting. So they got the 4.1 million uh, back in February, which was not yeah. that long ago, kids. Right. So I'm going to guess they did another eight to 10 in a series a that's just me just guessing i don't have any information maybe you do but um yeah this is definitely one to watch and we don't get a lot of success stories out of Bryn Mawr, pennsylvania very often so uh <laughs> so soak that in while you can i do want to say the history of referral businesses and uh you know uh, accessing or or um farming existing databases isn't great. Hello, crowded in H3, which we're going way back in time on some of that. So maybe Alero can change some of that history and uh, turn the tide for referral networks and existing databases. That will be fun to watch. We'll be here. Let's take a quick break and pay some bills and go from Alero to Matheson. Interesting names. Who? 
Human resources is supposed to be about humans. I mean, it's right there in the name. But when your hiring team is more like an assembly line glued to their computers, manually posting heaps of jobs everywhere they can think of, that human part feels nowhere to be found. This is a new era. Pando IQ takes the mind-numbing copy-pasting and nerve-wracking guesswork out of the job posting process. When you plan a hiring campaign with Pando IQ, you tell us who you need. Then, before you ever spend a cent, we predict what it will cost to find them. Pando IQ chooses the ideal recruiting sites from thousands of options, targeting the ones your next great hire frequently visits, then fires off your ads at precisely calculated times, surfacing the most relevant applicants for you to pick from. Now you're free to get to know the best talent, build great teams, and take care of your humans. Pando IQ will do the rest, so you can get back to doing what the computers can't. For more information on Pando IQ, go to pandologic.com that's pandologic.com matheson Matheson. if you're looking to name a company Mm -hmm. i mean did they like flip open a book (laughs) to like 80 year old men yeah well if you listen to firing squad and i'm sure a lot of our listeners do you know that the name is typically the first question that i ask i would have a lot of fun asking about (laughs) matheson it's like a my three sons kind of vibe right yeah like math i son it's a tech i don't know uh so anyway uh matheson a tech platform that helps Employers incorporate diversity, equity, and inclusion operating systems into their business has closed on a $25 million Series A funding round. Uh, Funds will be used to build out the company's data and analytics capabilities, scale its go-to market team, and improve relationships with employers. The company says it has found over 50,000 underrepresented candidates for employers. Chad, are you really ready to take Matheson to lunch? Or are you ready to kick it to the curb? Dude, I get the attraction to DEI. They're $9 billion spent on DEI training every year. And platforms want to draw some of that cash their way while adding dollars from the tech sector that is spent on attracting, hiring, and managing their talent every year. Here's the rub. Most, not all, most companies are either pandering to pump up their brands or don't understand they do not have the right expertise in-house to actually move the needle. Here's some great examples. Google and Facebook made a commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion, and yet these huge organizations barely moved the needle in workforce composition. If Google and Facebook had Matheson, would this have changed the story? No, wouldn't have changed it a bit. And here's why. It's like giving a Formula One race car to, to, to you, let's say, and asking you to win the Monaco Grand Prix. You wouldn't have a chance. The people using the tool are not equipped to win the race for DEI. Another example, Pepsi. Understanding they aren't experts in DEI hiring and retention hired disability solutions who are experts in the space to build a comprehensive system, which is more than just tech and training and just a tool. Pepsi has hired thousands of individuals with disabilities, 20% of those being disabled veterans, and their retention rate on those individuals are twice that of anyone outside of those cohorts. Pepsi understood that you can't just buy a car, in this case, Matheson, and win the race. You have to get a driver, an expert who knows what the hell they are doing. Tools are wonderful, but if you don't have the right people to use them, 
they're fucking worthless. To me, I would sell this every single day. And I can't say it enough to get this through tech vendors' heads. The tools are not the problem here, right? It's the experts using the tools. I feel a little disrespected for my driving abilities, Chad. And uh, <laughs> I'm a rather safe driver. And uh, I've never driven a race car, though. So. <laughs> I have I have pumped it up to at least seventy eight miles an hour on the freeway. Uh, my, Ooh, that being my mini no. my minivan, which is a hella hella ride. So if I'm Matheson, <laughs> here's the good news. Uh, last year, Deloitte revealed sixty nine percent of executives say diversity is now their top priority, but ninety three percent of employers don't have a reliable diversity hiring solution, and seventy six percent have not yet set diversity goals. Nearly half of those who have set goals are not confident they will achieve them. That at least means there's a huge opportunity for a company like Matheson. But let's talk about the bad news. You've outlined a lot of that with the tools being, well, a tool. But let's get back to the impending recession for a second. Historically, minorities don't fare very well in a downturn. If more and more companies are fighting to stay alive DEI turns into D-I-E. You like what I did there? Because more companies stop caring Ouch. about who they're hiring because there's a lot less hiring. At best, DEI initiatives will suffer in a recession. At worst, the whole movement may be forgotten. Matheson could be a canary in the coal mine if their business falls or fails. That's a bad sign that I will be watching and I'm sure you will too. Yes. Matheson. Matheson. So from <laughs> one so from one one stinker to another, let's talk about your favorite company, Amazon. Oh God. Just when you thought you couldn't hate them anymore. <laughs> you listen to the Chat Cheese podcast and you realize you can <laughs> hate them a I lot. Feel like more. I'm taking crazy pills. All right. A New York State agency has accused Amazon in a complaint of discriminating against pregnant and disabled workers at its work sites, pregnant women and disabled workers. Okay. The wow. complaint described how Amazon allegedly forced one pregnant worker to continue lifting packages over 25 pounds and put her on indefinite unpaid leave after she was injured. It also said Amazon reversed recommendations to let two disabled workers modify their work schedules after their managers resisted the changes. The Amazon complaint seeks unspecified civil fines and penalties, improved training, and new policies for reviewing of requests for reasonable accommodations. Amazon said it works diligently to support all employees, but noted that with more than 1.6 million of them, quote, we don't always get it right, end quote. In case you missed it, Amazon is the second largest private employer in the U.S. and made $33.4 billion in profit last year. Chad, your favorite. I assume you have something to say about this. Yeah. While all this is happening, Jeff Bezos is on his fucking super yacht paying for a little town in, I believe it was uh, the Netherlands to actually remove a bridge so that he could get the fucker out and then they would have to build a new one back. That's the kind of Id idiocracy that we're actually dealing with here, right? So here's a quote from, from Reuters, uh, quote, violations can result in penalties of up to listen to this, 50000 or or $100,000 for willful conduct. As you'd said, 
Amazon's profit was $33.4 billion in mm-hmm. 2021. Not revenues, kids. Profit. $33.4 billion. The state of New York is basically lashing Amazon with a limp noodle. How can we expect companies to change their behavior with this weak ass fine structure? Fine $100 million instead of 100000 per instance, and then start cracking down on their hiring processes to ensure Amazon continues to hire women and individuals with disabilities at appropriate rates. I don't think $100 million is enough, but still, that's, that's enough. That's a nice bump from 100,000 on the high side. Our government is truly a sham when it comes to enforcement when wielding these types of fines. We are really focused heavily on whatever the corporation wants to do, they should be able to do. That has to stop if we care about our people. Well, 33 billion not only buys a lot of penis rockets, Chad, it buys a lot of (laughs) lobbyists, um, which may have a lot to do with our government's weak. We, limp noodle is that what you said in your comment yes, yeah yes. limp noodle i think that's the first time on this show that that's been uttered and, and i i fear that it could get worse it's bad to be a retailer right now um i don't know if you saw but target was down 20 percent this week mm-hmm. on shitty earnings and walmart and your friend at amazon are feeling a lot of the pain too point is layoffs are coming and guess who's getting cut first Anyone the company deems a legal risk. People that Amazon considers fringe are screwed in this environment. Uh, Stay tuned for more lawsuits right here on the Chad and Cheese podcast. The big question for me, though, is when the economy does improve, will people get hired back or will the robots be ready for prime time? Grab your popcorn. It's going to be fun. Robots are coming. Quick break and we'll get back to OnlyFans. Thank God we're talking about that again. Are you struggling to attract the talent you need today? Do you lack visibility into where your recruitment ad dollars are really going? There's a better way. Acquire ROI is a programmatic job advertising platform built to optimize your budget and supercharge hiring. Acquire ROI automatically manages and measures recruitment ads across job boards so you can allocate your budget based on insights, not hunches. Get to quality candidates faster and cost-effectively scale hiring across roles, all while gaining complete visibility and control over your recruitment marketing investments. Say goodbye to manual guesswork, inconsistent performance, and wasted spending. And hello to optimized automated campaigns that produce qualified applicants. At Acquire ROI, we make job advertising easy. Visit us at acquireroi.com and start transforming your talent acquisition today. Chad, I'm so happy that we're talking about porn, OnlyFans, and strippers again. I know you are. I know you are. I don't even recall what we talked about last week. So I'm not sure if this is peak OnlyFans or the moment things really start to ramp up. Gen X poster girl Carmen Electra has joined OnlyFans. The 50-year-old <laughs> Baywatch alum said the move was made to, quote, be her own boss and use her own creative vision, end quote, in her work without someone telling her, don't do this, don't do that, cover up this. Carmen's OnlyFans will include things like beauty tutorials as well as lingerie photos and more, quote, intimate content. No shit. Carmen's not the first celebrity to join OnlyFans, but she's certainly one of the oldest. For now, at least, it's free to subscribe to her page and her posts with captions like, Whoopsie, my bathrobe seemed to have slipped. I hope this isn't too much for you to handle. And captions like, 
Let's have a pajama party are commanding hundreds of likes. In contrast, 18-year-old Bad Baby, who charges roughly $24 a month, has thousands of likes on most of her posts. Chad, historic moment for OnlyFans or not so much? Gen X is one to know. Well, we had, a, I think, a week or two hiatus from OnlyFans and this shit's back. I think it's hilarious that she says she thinks that, you know, throwing beauty tips out there is going to do anything. Uh, Not that she's not a beautiful woman, but that's not your core audience. And she knows that, Uh, obviously, from some of those posts that you just, uh, you know, you just talked about. Uh, Personally, this is from the standpoint of anyone who has an image, has an opportunity for them to be able to make more money, to cash in. And for those Gen Xers, those those men that are out there who loved Carmen Electra in who didn't? Baywatch or wh- wherever she was at, mm-hmm. uh, this gives them an opportunity to kind of rekindle that whole idea of, uh, you know, uh, uh, Carmen Electra. So, yeah, she gets an opportunity really to control, make money off of her image, which she deserves. And I think we're going to continue to see this from grow this. I don't think this is a jumping the shark moment at all. I'm ready for a pajama party, Chad. And most interestingly, or more importantly, I want to know what in my mouth a little bit. What does Dennis Rodman (laughs) think about all this? Somebody call Dennis. Look, there's a fetish for everyone, man. Everyone likes something different. As long as it's legal, I say have at it. Now, if someone would just call Cindy Crawford, Bo Derek, L. McPherson, Christy Brinkling, Kathy Ireland, I'd be a happy boy. We out. Thank you for listening to what's it called? A podcast. The chat. The cheese. Brilliant. They talk about recruiting. They talk about technology. But most of all, they talk about nothing. Just a lot of shout-outs of people you don't even know, and yet you're listening. It's incredible. And not one word about cheese. Not one. Cheddar. Blue. Nacho. Pepper Jack. Swiss. So many cheeses, and not one word. So weird. Anywho, be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And while you're at it, visit www.chatcheese.com. Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese. It's so weird. We out! How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transform where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube.